our class tonight. We're going to be looking uh, at a portion of scripture in the Sermon on the Mount that's referred to as the Lord's Prayer or the Model Prayer. <clears throat> and I want us to look at this uh, particular prayer uh, that Jesus uh, gave as a, as a model as to how uh, people should pray, and particularly as he talked to the disciples as they, uh, as we find uh, recorded in Luke chapter 11, uh, his, his apostles came to him or his disciples came and said, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. In the Sermon on the Mount, there's a little bit different uh, setting here. Jesus has just talked about uh, the, the manner in which uh, the hypocrites and the heathens pray, uh, and we'll, we'll go into this a little bit more. But let's begin by reading, uh, in, beginning at verse, uh, in verse 8. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you need uh, in need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. When we look at this uh, particular, uh, I don't think this, this prayer was meant to be recited as a lot of people uh, recite it today. But it was given as a model, and Jesus says, when you pray... I want you to pray in this manner. And I think the, the manner that he talks about here is, is important. Uh, when we notice, uh, first of all, the order that he uh, pointed out, uh, and that is uh, that the first, uh, in the first part of the prayer, uh, there are three uh, points that have to do with uh, God and the glory of God uh, in uh, uh, as, as being supreme in his supreme place. The second part is uh, there are three which deal with our needs uh, and is, uh, is never used uh, uh, in order to uh, get, uh, get people to, uh, to bow or get uh, God to, uh, to bow to our will. Now let's, uh, let's look at the, uh, the background here. Uh, in uh, the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus has talked about the hypocrites, and he says they pray standing uh, in the synagogue uh, and on the street corner in order to be seen of men. This is in verse 5. And then he says the heathens, they use vain repetition uh, uh, and believe uh, uh, and, and uh, use uh, many words or much speaking, uh, and they think that they will be heard for that. Uh, and this is in verse 7. Uh, and then when we look at the background of, of Luke chapter 11, the disciples come to Jesus and said, uh, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples to pray. This is in uh, Luke chapter uh, one, uh, 11, verse 1. When we look at the, uh, the first thing that he talks about here, he talks about the adoration that we should have for God. Uh, when uh, we have uh, that Jesus uh, repeated uh, his same prayer three times in Matthew twenty six forty four. So repetition is not... Uh, to be con is not condemned, but rather the vain repetition. And we see this uh, from 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 26, 
when uh, the prophets of Baal was uh, crying out for Baal to hear us. Uh, And we also see it in Acts chapter 19, verse 34, uh, where uh, in one of the occasions in which uh, uh, Paul was preaching, uh, and they began to cry out, Great is uh, Diana uh, of the Ephesians. And they prayed, uh, pray, uh, they, they uh, raved on with it for uh, a long period of time. Uh, so prayer must be offered uh, to God, to the God of love, uh, who is ready to answer uh, uh, more than we are uh, willing to ask. And so he's, he's, he's waiting for us to ask. Uh, he wants us to ask. He knows our needs before we ask. But he expects us to ask uh, in order uh, that we might uh, address him. When we look at the, uh, in the Old Testament pattern, we'll find that God was addressed as creator. He was addressed as almighty God. He was dressed, uh, addressed as Jehovah, and he was addressed as the great God. We'll find that God's people uh, recognized themselves as the servants of God. However, in the New Testament, the new form of addressing God uh, came in under God's Christ, uh, and, uh, in which we are regarded as children who address God as our Father. Uh, and so uh, when, we, when we stop and think about that, uh, this is one of the things that we need to uh, make sure that we are doing when we address God in prayer, uh, is that we uh, show adoration and reverence, that we show uh, uh, the fact that uh, we are his children. Uh, and so... It, uh, it becomes immediately clear that not everyone is privileged to address God uh, uh, by, by the use of Father. Uh, those who are outside of Christ, uh, he is, uh, they have not made him their father. And so therefore, uh, they uh, need, to, uh, need to recognize that when, uh, and as, as we in, in the church... Uh, we recognize that our Father, which is in heaven, uh, and we say, hallowed be thy name. Uh, the, the hallowed here means that uh, he's separate, that he's supreme, that he's above, that he's reverent, uh, that we are, approach him in reverence, uh, and that uh, we need to recognize uh, that heaven is the base where God resides. Uh, when we look at the, uh, the personalities of the Godhead, we'll have God the Father, Christ the Son, uh, and uh, Christ the Son, his, his, uh, his basic mission was to come to this earth and to uh, uh, purchase our redemption with uh, his blood uh, and to give his life, and also to purchase the church, which, was a, uh, which is the body of Christ. Uh, and... The, the Holy Spirit is, is the one that uh, works w- uh, uh, with us uh, through the Word of God uh, to bring us to a closer relationship with God. And so uh, when we address God uh, uh, in, in prayer, uh, we need to address him as our Father who is in heaven. Uh, that is that is his base. When uh, even though he's everywhere, even though he he's omnipresent, uh, we need to recognize uh, that his sovereignty and that we have uh, a reverence for him. Uh, we'll find in uh, in Psalm uh, one forty eight and thirteen, uh, he talks about uh, that he's set apart, that he uh, he is holy, that God alone is exalted. And this is the, this is the uh, psalmist talking here. Uh, then going on to uh, 148 and verse 13, uh, God alone is, uh, is uh, exalted. Uh, 
And this, this uh, sheds forth the light of reverence uh, that we need to uh, address him. We need to recognize the sovereignty of God uh, and the sovereignty of God's, uh, God's sovereign right. Uh, uh, the psalmist said in uh, Psalm 8, 1, uh, that how excellent is your name in all the earth. Uh, and uh, so he settles relationships when we, when we do that. We, re- we understand uh, where he is, that he is supreme, and we understand where we are, that we are his subjects. Uh, and so this, uh, this settles relationships as related to the universe, uh, which he created, uh, to this world in which uh, he also created, uh, to man which he created and uh, has uh, put on this earth, and also the, uh, the fact of his power that he has, uh, and, and also the reverence. Uh, the next thing, uh, the the thing, uh, next thing that we look at, he he talks about uh, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done. There are a lot of people that uh, have a misunderstanding of how to how to handle this part of the of the uh, the model prayer, and that is the fact that the kingdom has already come. Uh, when Jesus was on this earth, he says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, at this particular time when he was, uh, when he was uh, preaching here and in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, he says uh, at this point in time you can pray uh, that your kingdom come. Uh, so we today uh, recognize the kingdom as being the church uh, and the idea of, of the fact that uh, that it is uh, the, that the church is a is a part of his kingdom or is his kingdom, uh, then we uh, we can pray that his kingdom uh, will grow and spread uh, and will uh, increase in number as well as in spirit and in truth. Uh, and then he talks about here the uh, your will be done uh, when we. Uh, when we look at this, uh, this uh, Christ gave us an example uh, when he prayed uh, in the garden, and he asked God to uh, uh, to let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as Thou wilt. Uh, and so, uh, when we look at this this part of uh, of Thy will be done. Uh, there are several different ways that we can look at this. Uh, we can uh, look at it, first of all, uh, as the last resort. Uh, and many times in, in the supplication and prayers that we offer, uh, and we recognize that uh, a, a person that we're praying for, uh, that we're praying for is, uh, is not got a long time left on this earth. Uh, and then uh, sometimes we uh, just kind of... Uh, under a defeated uh, resignation, say, thy will be done. Uh, and then the, there are those who, uh, who say, thy will be done, in a bit of resentment. Uh, they haven't uh, received what they've asked for, uh, and uh, they keep asking over and over again, uh, and uh, uh, God chooses not uh, to... Uh, render what they are asking, uh, and so therefore uh, there is a bit of resemblance. And then finally, uh, there is the perfect love and the trust with the assurance that God is going to provide what is best for us. Uh, and I think this is what uh, this is what Jesus was doing. He he knew uh, from the time that he uh, started to to preach on this earth. Uh, that it was not long until he would give his life and shed his blood, and that this was the purpose for which God had had sent him here to give us an example uh, to uh, to be able to uh, uh, to walk as a human, to live without sin, and to be lifted up on the cross as a perfect Lamb of God. And so, as a result of that. Uh, 
he, uh, he knew that uh, his time had come, uh, and uh, as, he, as he prayed, he prayed uh, at that final time, uh, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Uh, and he was uh, complete trust uh, in, in what God uh, wanted of him. And, uh, and this is what, uh, this is uh, why this is uh, important. Uh, we'll find that uh, he says, give us this day our daily bread. Uh, uh, God's, uh, God's wisdom and love uh, provides us uh, the things that we need. As he says, uh, the, the Lord knows what you need even before you ask. Uh, and uh, sometimes when we ask something, uh, he grants our wishes. Uh, and sometimes he, uh, he says no. And then sometimes he says wait. Uh, and David talks about waiting patiently on the Lord uh, and, uh, and the fact that the outcome would be good uh, when he did that. So give us the things that we need, uh, the things that uh, will sustain us, uh, and also the spiritual things uh, that we need in order to be uh, in the right relationship with God. Uh, so God cares for us. He cares for us physically. Uh, and this was shown throughout the, the period of wanderings in the, in the Sinai Desert uh, with the children of Israel. Uh, uh, they came complaining to Moses. Uh, they uh, came complaining to God. Uh, uh, we don't have anything to eat, and God provides the manna from heaven. Uh, and on a daily basis, uh, they, they received that manna. He, uh, he put uh, restrictions on that. And that he says, you, uh, you cho- choose a certain amount to, uh, depending on the, the size of your family. Uh, and uh, do not try to hoard up for later. And then on the sixth day, you take enough to double uh, what you uh, have, uh, have been usually uh, keeping. And so there were those who, uh, who believed him and, and did what he said. And there were those who failed to believe, uh, and they, uh, the, the, the manna spoiled. Um, and so uh, he provides our needs, and he cares for us uh, both physically and spiritually. Uh, when we look at the, the hunger in the world, uh, the problem is not that there's not enough food. Uh, the problem is... Distribu- distribution, uh, and when when you uh, when you look at uh, the granaries that are, are here in in America, uh, in the places uh, not only in America but in other places where hunger is uh, very prevalent, uh, and I know that there was uh, some of you are involved in uh, in uh, helping fix lunches for. Uh, for, uh, for the children uh, in school uh, when they are out of school and uh, in order to ensure that they have something to eat. Uh, and so, uh, and there, there were, there's a country, uh, and it was said uh, back some time ago that in the uh, land of Brazil that the uh, amount of coffee uh, that was... Uh, was not utilized, was used to uh, fire locomotives. Uh, and so we can, we can see how that the distribution is the, is the, uh, the key uh, to, uh, to dealing with the, the, the world's hunger. Uh, when we look at the, uh, uh, on down in, into the, uh, the Lord's Prayer here, and he says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Of course, he's talking about sin. Uh, and there are, are five words in the Greek language that, are signif- uh, that signify sin. 
uh, and and each one of them uh, deals with a, a certain aspect of it. Uh, the first one that we look at is the the word hamartia, uh, which uh, means that we miss the target. Uh, and so we fail to measure up to what God wants of us. Uh, the second one is the fact of parabasic, uh, which means stepping across the line uh, of right and wrong. You know, we can give a, we can give a child uh, a parameter in which they are to stay within. Uh, and if we go off somewhere else, that, that child is going to inch to the, uh, where the line has been drawn. Uh, and if we stay gone long enough, they are going to step over the line and uh, they may or may not get caught. Uh, and as results, uh, they think that we can, uh, you know, they don't have to have any, any bounds to follow. Uh, and so it's slipping, uh, slipping across uh, the line or, 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 or stepping across. The next, uh, the next word in the Greek that, is, uh, that is, uh, uh, deals with sin is the uh, poraptone. Uh, it means slipping across as slipping on an icy uh, surface. Uh, it's, it, uh, there was no intention to do that, uh, but momentarily uh, we lose self-control and we slip and we fall uh, and we sin. Uh, and I think this is one of the, one of the things that we need to uh, uh, to address as, uh, as we uh, think about it. And this is one of the, the ways in which we want to stay in the right relationship with God, that when we do uh, slip and fall, that we go to our God and uh, our Heavenly Father in prayer and ask God to forgive us of those, uh, of those sins. And, of course, he can, he can forgive us our, our sins, whatever the case may be, as long as we're willing to obey and repent uh, and, and live according to the way in which God wants us to live. Uh, the, the next one, uh, number four, is uh, anomai, uh, and this is, uh, this is just flat lawlessness. Uh, we know what is right, uh, and, but we choose to do wrong. Uh, and, and we see this uh, in, in our world today. Uh, people that know better, they don't do better. Uh, and uh, when uh, it's it's a fact of not that that they uh, don't know. It's the fact that uh, they are hoping they won't get caught. And so we we see them uh, just uh, flat dealing with lawlessness. Uh, the last one is. Uh, Phalema, uh, which means a, a, a failure to pay a debt uh, or a failure to pay that which is due to be paid. Uh, and, uh, and this also could involve the failure of duty. Uh, uh, when we, uh, you know, we, we many times use the expression, uh, you know, uh, if there's if there's anything that I can do, uh, let me know. Uh, we need to go in with the with the uh, expression on our on our our lips and our hearts that we uh, we're here to do whatever we we can uh, do to help relieve whatever your uh, problem is. Uh, and so, as uh, as we look at this. Uh, the one thing that uh, he talks about here in the forgiveness is forgive our sins in proportion as we forgive others. And I know it's hard uh, sometimes to, uh, to forgive uh, in certain situations. Uh, and we, we hear the, the term sometimes, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. Uh, 
the, the thing that we've got to learn to do is to forgive and let it go. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's hard for us to do that. Uh, and then he talks about uh, here, uh, but uh, and do not lead us into temptation. Uh, and when we when we look at that word tempt, uh, in in many cases it's a bad word, uh, uh, and it's uh, we th- we are thinking in terms of uh, this is a a way into uh, to uh, seek to seduce evil into our lives. Uh, but not only this, but also we see that uh, the Bible talks about God tempting, and I think the, a better word uh, there in uh, concerning Abraham would be trial. Uh, he tempted him. He says, I want you to take your son, your only son, uh, and I want you to go to a place that I'll show you, and I want you to... Uh, uh, sacrifice him to me. When we look at that uh, story as it unfolds, uh, we'll see that uh, uh, when he leaves the, the two trusted servants that had gone along uh, with him, uh, he takes the, the wood from uh, the, uh, the beast of burden and he puts it on Isaac. Uh, and he, he says to them, uh, we're going uh, yonder and worship, and we'll be back. Uh, and so, uh, and as they went on the way, Isaac says, you know, here's the fire and here's the wood, but where's the sacrifice? And all that Abraham says is God will provide. Uh, and we know that God did provide. Uh, he, took his, he took his son and he, he built the altar he laid the wood, and he bound his son and laid him on the altar. Uh, and uh, he was about to uh, take his knife and thrust it in his, uh, into his son, uh, and God stayed his hand. Uh, and he looks around, and he sees a, a ram hung in the brush. And he takes that lamb, and he takes his son down, and he offers that, that lamb on the altar. Uh, and so when, when God speaks to him there, he says, I know now uh, that you have shown your love really for me in spite of the fact that you only have one son. Uh, and so this is very parallel to what uh, uh, the God of heaven did. He sent his unique, one-of-a-kind son to this earth uh, and he uh, allowed him to be uh, abused and to be lifted on the cross and there to die the cruelest death that the, uh, the world has ever known. Uh, it was crucifixion. And so as, as, he, uh, as we look at the temptation here, he goes on to, to say... Uh, uh, but uh, deliver us from the evil one. Uh, and there are, there are uh, times when we are tempted uh, to a, uh, a great degree. And as a result of that, uh, uh, he's asking, he says, you ask that God will, uh, will deliver you from the evil one. Uh, and uh, we know the evil one is Satan. Uh, the word Satan means adversary. Uh, and it also, he was a slanderer. He was an accuser. Uh, and uh, he tried his best to, uh, to tempt Jesus uh, to fall down and worship him. Uh, and he begins by looking at the stones and he says, if, if you be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. And after, after the Lord had been there uh, fasting 40 days and 40 nights and being tempted, uh, he was hungry. And I'm told that those, uh, those stones probably that he looked at looked like little 
uh, 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 pounds of bread. Uh, and it would, it would have been uh, real easy for him to have done that. But he chose rather not. He used the word of God, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And then he talks about, uh, he goes on and, and he, he takes him to the pinnacle of the temple. And he says, cast yourself down. And he, uh, Satan begins to quote uh, scripture. Uh, as he had dealt with uh, Adam and Eve, or with Eve, in the in the garden, uh, and uh, he inserted a little word "not" and convinced Eve, and he says, "If you uh, uh, if you cast yourself down, uh, the angels will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone." Uh, and again, Jesus uses the word "it is written." And then finally, he takes him to an exceeding high mountain, and he says, uh, all these kingdoms I'll give you if you'll fall down and worship me. And Jesus says again, it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. Uh, and so when we look at, uh, when we look at this uh, particular uh, model prayer, as Jesus says to the, uh, to the disciples, you pray after this manner, uh, and you, you deal with certain things at a, at a certain portion of that. Uh, uh, and so God shields us from being tempted above what we are able to bear. James tells us that God does not tempt any man, but he says you're tempted when you're drawn away by your own lust and enticed, and eventually sin will follow. The same thing uh, that was told to Cain. Cain, if you do well, you'll also be accepted. But if not, sin is crouching at your door. And so uh, God, has, God will provide a way whereby we can escape uh, the, uh, the temptations that come before us. But we have to look for that uh, route of escape. And we have to uh, resist and hold tight. Uh, when we look at the last part of, of, of this, uh, this particular uh, prayer here, in verse 13, it says, For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Uh, in some of the better manuscripts, this is not, uh, not uh, in those. And there is there's a, uh, uh, a scripture found in First uh, Chronicles 29, verse 11. And this is what it says. You, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty all that is in heaven and on earth and in an earth is yours uh, and your 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 kingdom O Lord and you are exalted as head over all when we look at this uh, this particular prayer and I think it's uh, it's an example that we uh, we can follow and of course, uh, today when we offer our prayers, we close that prayer in the name of Jesus. He says, whatever you ask in my name, I'll give you, Believe if you believe. And so as we, as we look at this, uh, there's one thing that, uh, that I have noted for a long time, and I heard, uh, heard someone uh, make, the, uh, make the statement, that when you pray... That think about the letters in uh, of the Book of Acts. A C T S. The first part of that, uh, the A, would stand for adoration to God. 
sometimes we we have have a tendency to kind of uh, never uh, going to our heavenly Father, our Father which is in heaven, and saying, "Hallowed be your name." And we need to, we need to to learn to uh, in, incorporate that into our prayers. The second, he talks about confession, uh, and and that is uh, one of the things that God wants us uh, to to do. He wants us to confess, and he wants also. Uh, that we uh, offer thanksgiving uh, to him. Uh, and so as we, as we think about uh, the, the things that God has given us, in many, in many cases uh, we can, uh, and we do this at, uh, at uh, times when we uh, have a meal together, we offer thanksgiving for, uh, for the food, uh, and we need to be a, a thankful people for all the blessings that God gives us. And so as, uh, and then that last part is supplication. Uh, that is, uh, we pray for the sick. We pray for uh, the, the people who are, are going through uh, a, a, a loss in the family. Uh, and we pray for a number of things uh, in, in which we pour out our hearts to God uh, and, and we need to recognize that basically uh, when you look at these, these four uh, areas, this pretty much takes care of, uh, of what God wants from us. He wants our, our adoration uh, and, and he wants us to recognize uh, that that we are creature and He is supreme. Uh, he wants us to deal uh, to deal with Him in reverence. Uh, and and many times we can we can offer prayers and not uh, come to the point in time that we really uh, hold Him in reverence uh, and and, uh, and we revere Him. But this is what He wants of us. Uh, and so as we, as we look at this uh, prayer, I hope that maybe some of the things that we've discussed tonight will, will help us in our prayer life in, in days to come. Uh, and so uh, many times uh, we, we see people praying, the, praying this prayer, uh, and they have no idea of what they're, what they're uh, saying. It's just a repeating of words. Uh, and we need to be... Uh, more uh, diligent than that. Uh, do we have any, any questions or any comments from anyone? Okay, that's, that's, uh, that's what I have to, to share with you tonight, and uh, I hope that we can, this will help you in, in days ahead. Thank you.
we'll wait just a few minutes for the rest of the people to join us. You can be t- uh, turning in your hymn books to number 360. It will be, be the invitation song tonight. Number 360 will be the invitation song. As we offer the Lord's invitation tonight, uh, when we look into the scriptures, uh, it says a person must hear the word. uh, They must believe what they hear. They must repent of their sins. And they must confess Christ as as the Lord of their life. And in doing that, uh, then they are baptized into the in the watery grave of baptism, and their sins are removed. This is God's plan. This is God's way uh, of getting into Christ. And then, uh, for those who have strayed away, He says, "Come, repenting of your sins." and asking God to forgive you. Whatever your need might be tonight, we're here to assist you in whatever way we can as together we stand and as we sing. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice, and it told my love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith, and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Draw me nearer, nearer. Blessed Lord, to the cross where Thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to Thy precious bleeding side. Oh, the pure delight of a single hour that before thy throne I stand. When I kneel in prayer and with thee, my God, I commune as friend with friend. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou 
Special prayer, any request? Do we have no? Well, then we'll go into the announcements. The ladies singing, the ladies sewing group will meet tomorrow at 12 30 p.m. The Meals on Wheels ministry will have a super Saturday this Saturday. Please bring your soups or your chili, crackers, cornbread, desserts to the church by 10 a.m. for distribution. The next area-wide youth devo at at Hilldale is this Sunday at 5 p.m. The bus will leave at 4.30. If anyone would like a ride to the devo, see Ryan Blunt for more information. The Angel Tree lists are posted in the foyer. Please bring your wrapped or unwrapped gift and place it in the appropriate gift bag by December the 4th so we can make distribution. The family game night will be combined with the kids' Christmas party on Sunday, December the 4th, after evening services. There will be activities for the children, and Santa will make an appearance. Bring your favorite dish for the potluck and games to play afterward. The meat will be provided by the church. Please contact Meg Payne or Carrie Lanier if you have any questions. The Christmas party for the 6th through the 12th grade will be Saturday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. For more information, also see Ryan Blunt. We will be delivering fruit baskets on December the 11th after morning services. Please check the list to see if there's any corrections that need to be made or additions that need to be made and initial or signed by your, the individual's name if you're willing to carry a basket over to them. Uh, the Favorite Things Party will be Sunday, December the 18th, after evening services in the Fellowship Hall. Bring an appetizer and five things to exchange. Please see Katie Head or Christy Albright for more information about the exchange. If you would like to bring your Christmas cards for the church family, then place your cards in the box on the counter going into the fellowship hall. Please have your cards in the box by Wednesday, December 14th. See Christy Albright if you have any questions. Is there any, any other announcements that need to be made? Okay. Let's pray together. Thank you, Father in heaven, for this night that we can meet and study your word, fellowship, and encourage each other. Pray you'll draw us near to you, that we would hear your voice, that we would understand in our spirit, and that you would be merciful and and kind to us and give us works that honor you and shine in a dark world. Please give us discernment and wisdom, and a grateful heart, not for the great home that you've given us here, but for the home you call us to. Please give us the strength and the 
compassion to reach out to those who are suffering, to those who are misled, and to those who are looking for you. Thank you for each other here, and I pray that we will use the evening you've given us to further your kingdom and to come closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen.